I'd like to talk about agency services for a few minutes. So we've got three go-to-market channels, publishers, which we know we've been doing that for six years on social formats for a few years now, agencies, and then direct. So within agencies, the clients are media agencies like Group M, IPG, as well as independent kind of pure play digital folks like MIQ. So the big change and the assumption we're making is that we're going to actually have to be involved and want to be involved with every single campaign. So through the publisher channel, we gave publishers like um, the Telegraph or SPH or the first group access to Media Voice, and then they simply created creative tags themselves and trafficked it themselves through DFP. And there was completely like it was self-serve. With agencies like Group M, Cadre, on MIQ, um, they may not actually be using the Media Voice Hub. And a couple of reasons for that and why we want to get involved with every campaign. So the first is with social, we have a variety of post types. We've got the one-click creative where they can do it through a UI or preview tool. And we've got what we call the one-minute creative, our post types that aren't fully productized, where we've got some services involvement. It's minor, but there is some services involvement. So the fact that not all post types are supported through the hub is a reason we want to be involved. Um, the second reason is that it's Polar's then perceived as yet another system that they have to log into. And there's definitely like um, hesitation around that, given they already use a lot of systems for measurement and serving. Um, the third one is we've realized in some uh, agencies that ad ops, the people who would log into Polar, are different than the actual programmatic teams who log into the trading, um, like the DSPs. And by having... Uh, a services approach to generating the creative tag, which is what they're used to from other vendors, but then as well from um, clients who give them DCM display tags, they don't have to get AdOps involved. And if AdOps is involved, they could definitely increase the, the overhead, the chance of mistakes, as well as the, the time frame. I mean, I think over time, AdOps could be the owner of Polar. It's UI in a self-serve manner, but initially, uh, there's just a lot we don't know and they don't know and AdOps involvement may delay things. So for example, we were at a cadre on Lunch and Learn in New York three weeks ago, and the AdOps person said, hey, yeah, like, give us like two weeks head up, heads up if you need a polar creative tag. Like two weeks <laughs> versus like one minute. Um, and we know with social display, we have a lot of opportunities to run campaigns where creative is not ready for standard display, and they'll use social display as an, as an interim uh, because the creative is already done. So that's the third reason. Um, fourth reason is it gives us visibility into campaigns. The campaign sizes are bigger with agencies. Like we're seeing test campaigns in the 30K, even 100K range, bigger than a test campaign we've seen from, or any campaign we've seen from a single publisher. So the campaigns are bigger, which means we want to track them and better see them. So for example, if they ask us for a creative tag, we give them a creative tag, and then we see for the next week, like the campaign hasn't gone live yet then this allows us to follow up, allows us to directly interface with the people involved with running the campaign. When they ask us you know, for a creative tag, it allows us to ask them, what are the start dates and end dates? What's the budget? Uh, what's the targeting? And get information to forecast our revenue, to plan for the campaigns and monitor things. That's the fourth reason. The fifth one is trackers and attribution. So attribution is like really, really important. And that means impression and click trackers. And I think we've seen through the publisher channel, adoption of adding trackers from what we can see has been pretty low. And we want it to be very high because we know our ad 
uh, has high viewability running on quality publisher sites and has high click-through rates relative to standard display. But none of that matters if they don't see it in their existing systems and the way they do attribution and ROI modeling. So they need to append trackers. And when they don't append trackers, it's because it's an opportunity ahead of the campaign to ask them, hey, do you want to put trackers? Or looking at things like query string parameters and making sure it doesn't say like source equals Facebook <laughs> um, when that Facebook gets credit versus source equals like polar or publishers. And then the sixth reason is the trafficking details. Because this is running on a PMP, because it's running on mobile web, 300 by 250 ad size, uh, because it's their CPM flows, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. And us being involved, it's not just giving them the creative tag, but it's sending them the trafficking details. Like, here's exactly how you flight the campaign so that the campaigns flight well and we provide a, a white glove service. So six reasons. One is the post type support is broader through services than through the UI. The second one is avoiding perception of another system to log into. Third is them avoiding their internal ad ops teams, uh, which adds overhead. Fourth is giving us visibility into campaigns. Fifth is verifying that they're actually using trackers and attribution is set up the way we want it to be. And then sixth is giving them trafficking details so the flighting is more successful. So those are the six reasons we want to be involved with every single campaign that runs through agencies. And in our limited experience so far, for the campaigns that have been running, um, there's three campaigns from Cadron US as well already that have been booked and planned that started this month. Um, one potential campaign from MIQ. They've already gotten us on calls. Like it's not just emails for each campaign, they've actually asked us to do calls and multiple calls for each campaign just to get confirmation on all the details and all the questions they have. So that tells me like we're gonna be involved with every campaign regardless. We want to provide a high quality of service. Um, so you might be wondering, like, who's doing this work and, and providing the service? So in the APAC market, Sadat is taking the lead. In the EMEA market, Giovanna uh, is taking the lead. And in the U.S. market, today it's it's Belen on the uh, on the Kadran MIQ account and Rahul on the Group M account, and then Nicole on the NAM account. But then our plan is to uh, recruit and hire for uh, an ops person in New York who can support the agency business and our, our services uh, approach, which is a variety of activities here. So that's agency services. The last note I'll make is a number of, um, you know, I've met with a lot of agencies in the last four to five months. Uh, we've interviewed sales reps who work at other kind of non-standard ad format companies. And in all cases, like surprising to me, I've heard that a big reason why agencies buy or don't buy with people is not just on the performance of the results or the quality of the product, but the quality of the service. So good customer service makes their job easier and that is uh, that, that, that heavily, heavily influences how they make their spend decisions. And we've been like really, really good at servicing HDP publishers over the last three to four years as we've taken that strategy to go deep versus to go wide. And that's the same approach we want to take with agencies is some of these bigger ones, treating them like HVPs. Um, revenue for an HVP means 50K a quarter Canadian, which I think like Tadron will get to this quarter. Um, MIQ potentially can get to as well. So think HVP, think high services, and the agencies is a different channel, and we're learning as we go through this.